Welcome to episode 27 of A Fighting Chance. I'm Jared. We've got Salvador the Hello, Ox. hello, hello. Garcia. <laughs> the one and only. The one yeah. and only. Have you recovered from this past weekend of UFC 285? Uh, Yeah, I moved on in like 20 seconds, actually. Like as as soon as the main event was over, I was just like, "All right, guys, this is it. I don't like fights anymore. Good night." And then I just went to sleep. You know, so yeah, that was my weekend. Your, but your entire algorithm has just been filled with goat conversation. Of um, it's yeah. like, it's like a zoo has just infiltrated my internet and it's just talking about goats. Dude, that's the first thing I have written down is John Jones is not the goat. I don't think. <laughs> All right, I like it. I like that. It's a hot take. Just jumping right into it, to be honest. I like it because it's against everybody's take right now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everybody's just trying to get clicks. So we're going to go with John Jones isn't the GOAT to not get any clicks. I like this approach. This is nice. And I'll back it up, too. I'll back it up. Okay. Uh, Everyone's talking about, oh, my God, John Jones took off three years. He comes back up a weight class, looks incredible, right? Submits the guy. I've heard it. I've heard it. Uh, There's this Frenchman. Our French Canadian man that goes by George Saint Pierre—that's his name. Uh, he did the same thing, and he took four years off. Yeah, uh, you know, I think I think that guy's the goat. Yeah, you I do. I think that no PED usage uh, that we know of. Okay. Uh, okay. No arrests. None of that. Just the, you know, a clean guy who fought. You know, at the highest so level. A, so we're saying the goat is boring. I mean, GSP wasn't boring. He, no, but, I mean, he's a boring fighter. He's a boring guy outside the cage. You just yeah. said no, no PEDs, no arrests. Yeah, so yeah. He's not entertaining, I guess. Maybe John's the lion then. Oh. Lions aren't boring. But you know, there's only one boat. The best Who's of all time. Tony Ferguson. <laughs> um, dude, but okay, the thing is the John Jones, the title defenses. Was this like, mm. how many was it? 15, 16? Well, t- he has 15 title wins. It's not yeah, like that's defenses, a lot. Technically. Right. Okay. It is. Well, how many does George St. Pierre have? But let's see. Yeah. Title defenses or wins? Uh, title wins. Because I feel like a lot of John's like, uh, you know, resume is tainted just because of the supplement use. Oh, come on. Uh, what are you talking about? What do you know? It is. Nowitzki or how? How? Jeff Nowitzki? Yeah. Is that who What do you are? mean how, how? Yeah, who cares? Who They who weren't cares testing guys up until what? Like 20, 2013, 2014? Yeah, but nobody okay. really cares though. I mean, I wouldn't call him my <laughs> goat. George Champier has nine title defenses. Um... And then he won the belt three. So he has 12 wins. So it's only a couple off of John. Did George St. Pierre ever uh, sub a guy in two minutes and four seconds in a heavyweight title fight after being on for three years? No, but he beat the shit out of Michael Bisping for four rounds and then submitted him unconscious. How many eyes did Michael Bisping have at that point? Dude. Enough. I have uh, no, no, because I can say this because I can't see how <laughs> many how many eyes did this big have. This is an actual question. These are my grounds. Yeah, this is my territory. <laughs> I know this area, brother. Back off. <laughs> um, I don't know. I that, I just feel like he has a cleaner matters, legacy. That does matter because last week Stephen Peterson told me they wouldn't even sanction a fight for me. So if if Michael Bisping can't get can't get in there. With both eyes and beat Biz or beat uh, George St. Pierre, how's he going to beat him with one? I don't think anybody was going to beat George St. Pierre. I mean, Johnny Hendricks was pretty close, but uh, everybody has close fights, you know. I heard that was a Johnny Hendricks win. Yeah, it, it probably was. It probably was. I, it's just believe it or not, I went back and rewatched uh, Reyes Jones last night. Yeah, yeah. In the Did, same way that that probably should have gone to Reyes. Uh, I mean, I think the Johnny fight was, uh, he definitely had a, I think he had a better case than, than the Rays fight with John. But yeah, it's you comparable. You Hendricks did? Hendricks was yeah. better? Really? Uh, he, he was busted up at the end of that fight, dude. 
it looked like GSP had been in a car crash, and Johnny Hendricks was like, he's clean. Oh, dude, I got to go check out that Johnny part. Hendricks also probably at that time was on a lot of steroids as well. Like, so... <sighs> Dude, what's up with you and the steroids, man? Who cares? Just go take that approach. Everybody is on st- something. How about that? Yeah, but then it was even worse. Yeah. It was worse. Steroids don't really do anything, though. Think about it like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's some Jared Hare logic right there. <laughs> they don't do anything. Like they're. It's like um, like testosterone. Like If you take enough testosterone, it's basically the same thing as like protein powder and creatine. Well, I'm not talking about testosterone. I'm talking about like performance enhancing, like uh, the shit TJ took the EPO. Yeah, like dude, EPO taking stuff like that. EPO is the same as like BCAs. I don't know what that is. It's a, a branch chain amino acids. Uh-huh. It's like you know the building blocks of protein, and people like drink them in their energy drinks and stuff. It's basically the same thing as that. I don't trust you on this for some reason. <laughs> I feel like you're just saying stuff. Amino. Yeah, but I, I said a bunch of nice words. Yeah. I, I, I just lied about... I totally lied about the words, but oh, okay. I didn't say the right words. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think you just don't like TJ Dillashaw as all it is. He's, he's really talented. He is. You should like yeah. him, bro. I mean, you're like technically a Cali guy, right? What is that supposed to mean? He's a Cali guy. But what do you mean I'm a Cali guy? Didn't you live there? Isn't it part of your history? My my, my ancestors came. Yeah, it's from part of your legacy. Line. No, uh, yeah, dude, I'm a Cali guy. No, I'm not a Cali guy. I lived there for a little. I went to school there, and then I I built a band, and and so that's I significant. Was like, I, I was an architect of uh, of musicians. So I don't know. I just thought you were a Cali guy. Okay, I'm a Cali guy. Yeah. Or do, what do you? I mean, you identify with Chicago, Florida, or Cali? Man. I actually don't identify as anything. Oh, you're non. <laughs> I'm a non-binary state lover. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great, man. I mean, uh, titles, titles, fu- yeah. titles suck, man. You yeah, know? don't label me. Yeah. So um, I don't appreciate you. <laughs> Back off. Yeah. Um. What what are you? Are you are you Florida? Are you Texas? Are you loyal to Puerto Rico? What what do you, what you got going on? I mean, I was I'm born and raised technically in not technically most of my life has been in Florida, but I really liked the time in Texas. So yeah, I feel like I'm a Texan at heart. Really? Yeah. When have you have you been back? We visited a couple. Last time I went to Texas was. 20, like 18, so it's been a while. Or 2019, you, 2018, right before COVID. Dude, with all the awesome people we've talked to on the San Antonio card, they should have thrown us some sweet <laughs> yeah, tickets right? front row. I mean, we got them views, man. We got them like at least 40 or 50 views. Dude, I'm talking 77 views peak. I mean, that's money. The Okay, that, uh, the Steven Peterson almost died in Mexico. That one's almost at two hundred, and that's not just a short. Yeah, you guys are, uh, you guys are starting to to build us up. You know, it's pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Appreciate mm, it. We're building, we're building them up. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, it's it's that whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, John Jones, goat, not goat. I don't really care. I think it's a the whole goat conversation is really annoying. Yeah, I I didn't like also how they were pushing it. Like the first thing that. Rogan says in the octagon, "It's like you're deaf. You're one hundred undisputed. The goat, greatest of all time. Goat, he literally made goat noises. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like if you're calling yourself the goat, it's not that cool. It's not that cool. Yeah. Jordan never said he was a goat. I don't like the whole thing, honestly. I liked, um, I liked the card a lot. The card was great. great. Card. Yeah. Um, I couldn't watch it until Sunday, which is really funny. I was at a wedding all weekend and literally turned my phone off around like five p.m. on Saturday, and Anybody who was at the wedding who knew how into it I was, they were they actually respected my wishes and never brought it up to me. Nice. Like somebody came up to me like, "Oh, did you?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, don't do it." <laughs> I was like, "Not here." Your Leon Edwards head kicked them and they, they <laughs> yeah, couldn't I, get I it was out. About to, I was about to drop some John Jones twelve yeah. six elbows and you fainted a left jab. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> took one to the dome. I was about to bow nickel knee him in the nuts. So. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so watched it all Sunday. Literally treated my Sunday like it was a Saturday. Got my burritos oh, on the way right. back from the wedding. It was on. Sat on the couch. Didn't realize you had to still buy the pay per view. That was interesting. Ugh. But <laughs> I know I couldn't stream it. It was crazy. That's rough. But That's um, rough. we uh, you could fast forward, which was really cool. Mm. And um, so we so you're just see the speed G- running the fights. It just, I mean, that was kind of cool. We still watched all of the fights, but it's yeah. amazing how much downtime there is in between them. It's most of the card. It's just downtime. Yeah. And there was a lot of finishes on this one, too. So, like, um, the card was great. I, uh, Ian Gary almost got, like, totally knocked out. <laughs> like, that was crazy. That was because. I had such confidence. I was like, all right, this will be just a clinic. And then yeah. it's like, oh, oh, he's he's down. And then and then and, he did nothing else for the rest of the fight. That was it. He had, he had he, that one moment, and then Ian Gary the immediately guy. took over again. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying Ian. No, no, no. Ian, dude, Ian's genuinely a he's great good. fighter. Yeah. He's good. Um, I know you don't like him, but that's okay. I mean, he's not liking him doesn't change the fact that he's a good fighter. Yeah. Um. I thought the oh, Billy Strutt thing was kind of cheesy at the end. Billy Strutt, what did he do? What he is did that? like the Conor McGregor. It's like this this move where he like flails his arms. It's like a WWE thing, and it's something like Conor. I just I don't look. It's not that I don't like him. It's it's almost like I want him to just find his own thing. Like be in Gary. Don't try to be <laughs> Conor McGregor guy. Like you're a great fighter. You know, like you have all the makings to be your own star. You don't have to ride this guy's to- uh, coattails. Yeah, that's so funny you just said that. The new South Park that I just watched last night is mm-hmm. all about um there's a a brand management company that's teaching everybody what their brand is to become <laughs> successfully like popular and uh like an influencer. Right. And they'll like be like, All right, all right, all right. You're an angsty uh person who, you know, uh nothing bothers you and at the end of all of the words to describe them, it's victim. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like you're a uh, an outdoorsy person who likes to hunt, who's self-aware victim. <laughs> nice. So once Ian finds his brand, he's yeah. gonna be he's gonna be totally good. But maybe his brand is you know McGregor, Ireland victim. Like that would be perfect. I guess. I don't know. I, don't I guess. Know. I guess. But, um. Who else really impressed you? Well, if I mean, if we're going for like the obvious, Alexa Grasso. Um, mm. But I had her winning, to be fair. So I, I was like, oh my gosh, she did it. But I, I kind of felt like she was gonna do it anyway. Yeah, um, you want to hear? You want to hear something? What's up? I slept through that fight. Really? That's the one that you. <laughs> Ridiculous. I know ridiculous i don't know how it happens I, I was literally totally awake walkouts it was a really long weekend man totally yeah. i mean did you get any sleep between the the wedding and the in the card uh no oh, you just went you literally just got home and watched it right away i mean i slept that night i slept saturday oh, night that's what i mean but we had a dude there was a brunch on sunday morning that was oh. outside and it was so hot uh, it's the same people like the wedding people dude the wedding started friday it was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There was three events. That's wild. It three was, events? My speech was Friday night. I gave a speech. Mm. Yeah, I was the best man. Congratulations. For four, yeah, It really was like my wedding. Everybody was coming up to me telling me how great of a job I did. Yeah. I, I basically stole the show. And they were like, dude, I, I've been watching you on A Fighting Chance. You're just killer, man. You're a real killer. <laughs> I, wore a, I wore a Fighting uh, Chance shirt the whole yeah. time. Instead it's of my a tux. custom tailored suit with the fighting <laughs> chance logo on it. I was just passing cards out. There was like four hundred people there. I... Every time you talk to someone at the end of the conversation, you're like, "Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and hit the notification bell." From I kept just, I kept just putting people in rear naked chokes, and they're yeah. like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Check out the pod. You have a fighting chance. Get out. <laughs> yeah, fight the hand." <laughs> yeah, man, that's what we do. We're just um, yeah. 
Makes you aggressive all the time. It's pretty sick. Oh, hey, man. People there, I think, would like it. So, yeah. They're definitely fighters. Um, well, to tie into, you know, the, we just talked about the John Jones stuff. Yeah. Well, actually, I guess we could talk about the card a little more. Because uh, I think Amanda Hebus looked really, really good. And it didn't really get any hype. It didn't. And I was, I really like her. I was, She's I awesome. She did a great job. Yeah. And and uh, and Baby Shark, man, Tabitha Ritchie. Yeah. She did great as well. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, if if you look at what Amanda did, she she's coming in unranked. She's had a couple rough fights, right? She's fighting number eight in the world, who just had a razor thin fight with the lady who's fighting for the belt later on in the night. And she comes in and and pretty much just like washes her out. Like there, it, it wasn't super competitive at all. It was pretty dominant. Yeah. Uh, that's on a you know on a big card like this is super impressive. I'm excited to to see how she looks next fight. Yeah, she did great. Um, dude, Cameron Simon with the points again. <sighs> that was points, rough, man. man. I was going for Mana on that one too. Cameron's good. Cameron is really good. That was a great matchup. They definitely knew what they were doing with that one. Then there was the matchup of uh, the two newcomers. The start of the it was the first fight of the whole card. Dude, I miss, that was the only one I missed. My Dude, dad told me fight, it was nuts. Loic. High level. Yeah. High level. Like it was. I'd back seen him and fight. Forth. Yeah. Yeah. It was a war. It really was. I'd seen a uh, Luik fight in the PFL. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know. I didn't know that it would translate this well to the big stage. <laughs> They really shined under the lights. Yeah, great. But they're both, and I think they're both Kill Cliff guys. Really, two guys from the same gym had to fight each I, other. I believe so. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. no one else that you could have found. It's like it's not <laughs> Ultimate Fighter, bro. There's seriously nobody else. Yeah, I think yeah, and they really have respect for each other. It's an odd choice, but I mean, hey, but, maybe that's why it was so good. That one dude had more takedowns, I think, than anybody else, in, like. All of 155's history. Hmm. It was crazy. He had like 15 or something takedowns. More than Khabib? Because Khabib has the most ever and he was at 55. In a fight. But Khabib had, uh, I believe it was 12 or 13 against Abel Trujillo. I think this guy had like 15. Or, or something. Are you serious? Like, yeah. I, I mean, look it up. Call me crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> yes, but... He had a lot of takedowns. He had like three. <laughs> <laughs> he had like four attempts or some shit. It's <laughs> not that exciting. He had a lot of takes out, takedowns. Don't, don't hold me to it. I can't even see the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I was eating a burrito. Yeah, Dude, we really just got to get sponsored by some burrito people. Because, I mean, Dude, every I weekend. Only, I only eat burritos from one place, and they've already sponsored me. They have? When Emily goes in there, they basically sponsor us. She when she orders, sometimes they'll give it to her. Like give, <laughs> sometimes they'll give us the food for like, it's usually like fifty bucks. They've uh. given her all of our food for like twenty bucks sometimes. Wow, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I don't think that's how sponsors work, but that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> They're yeah, still charging you money, so it's not really a sponsor. <laughs> I don't need your attitude, Salvador. <laughs> It's like it's just less money, but it's you're still losing money there, bro. I'm getting food. Um, he had eleven takedowns, so pretty close. You were you were you weren't far off. I said fifteen. But we're not far off. This right, dude well, Esteban Ribovich looks incredibly familiar. Is he like? Are you guys related? I don't know. I feel like I've seen him in my life some, at some point. <laughs> But, uh, I don't know. I'm just losing it. Did he, uh, <laughs> does he work at the TCBY now in the street? TCBY? Yeah. I don't know what that is. TCBY? TCBY? The, the ice cream place? Uh, no, I don't know what that is. Really? Isn't, I think it's called TCBY. Is that, like, common? Yeah. TCBY. Huh. Dude, look it up. It's. I mean, I know about, I like... It's yeah. like Dairy Queen. I know, like Menchies. That's is this the like Menchies so, of that's Orlando yogurt. or something? No. Yeah, this place says. Is, I looked it up. It says TCBY frozen yogurt. 
They've been yeah, lying to you, Jared. What do you mean? You've been eating Why, frozen can... yogurt, my friend. No, I don't even eat TCBY. I'm just saying it's popular. Oh, it's no, been around it's... way longer than Menchie's. It's yogurt. But I'm just saying oh. that's what we have over here. I haven't seen a... You, you mess around with Menchie's? Ah, occasionally. <laughs> ah, it's fun. I mean, it's fun every once in a while to get like an absurd amount of gummy worms on something. <laughs> But, you know, it's not like every weekend I'm going out there. It's also expensive. That's what I was going to say, man. To get, like, a good amount, it's way too expensive. Yeah. Yeah, like, I I, I want to have a decent cup, and then you're going to drop, like, $15 on, you frozen yogurt. Yeah, those things piss me off because I'm I'm always loading it up with way too many toppings, and then they're, like, trying to charge me $15 for something that's gone (laughs) in, like, 50 seconds. Bro, if you're not, then just go to, like, Publix and buy yogurt and freeze it. That's why I... That's why I shop at Big Lots. <laughs> at Big Lots? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. You dude, just your make your own menchies. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Um, what, um... Did, okay, have you have you broken down the Jamie Pickett, Bo Nickel tape? Oh, yes. So, I did watch it. Yeah. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't really see the knee. Like I literally did not. I, I like I keep trying to rewatch it to see where it is, and I don't. It doesn't look like anything happened. Uh, really, it kind of just looks like. And that's not denying that he got hit in the nuts. I just literally have no clue what happened. I, it's like such an odd angle that you can't tell. Um, have you watched like the slowed down freeze frame versions? Th- yeah, that's the one I watched, but I didn't see it. Uh, it kind of honestly to me, it looks like he hit the inside of his thigh. Uh, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I also don't really care that much. I mean, like this is <laughs> this is gonna be such an insignificant fight in like the long scheme of his career. Yeah, but not. What about in Jamie Pickett's career? That was Jamie Pickett's career. That's <laughs> really mean. I'm, that's <laughs> that's I mean, that's a low blow. Jamie Pickett's got children, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's the low blow. Was yeah. what you said. I mean, uh, <clears throat> book him. Book him on the show. I tried to, and he oh, stood really? me up on an interview. Oh, I really? Yeah. He literally he like agreed. We, we had a date, time, everything. Maybe, but I'm sure he's a nice to... fellow. Who knows? I'm sure he's busy. Maybe you should have taken him to Menchie's. Hmm. <laughs> Offer like I could give you fifteen dollars. <laughs> Go get yourself some Menchie's. Come on you, the show. You want you want to talk nut shots? We'll get you some gummy worms. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but he seems. Um, I'm sure he's a he nice guy. Like he had a good base, dude. Good base on that stance, and then the nut shots brought his legs right in. I mean, I don't think anybody was gonna beat Bo Nickel that night. He like looked like a tank. He he didn't even finish the head and arm choke like properly. It was just strength. He was essentially just squeezing him so hard at like an awkward angle that it uh, that he tapped. But it wasn't even like a proper submission, and that's he tapped him. But who knows if he could have even, even taken him down without the nut shot. Uh, he, he probably would have taken him down. Come I on. just don't like probablys. Probablys don't work yeah. for me. Not You're when just... it's somebody's career on the line. Of course. Who's got children. Right. Yeah, I'm all about the kids, man. I know. I mean, uh, yeah. For sure. For sure, men. Uh, let's see. I got some stuff written down here for us. What you got? Some 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 cool points, some cool talking points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My question is, where does Tom Aspinall fit into all of this? <laughs> Don't do this to me. Cause think about it. Uh huh. John Jones, really great, right? The one thing that he's probably gonna have ev- over everybody is the wrestling and the grappling. Mm-hmm. Tom Aspinall. Has the wrestling and the grappling. I think that should be... Uh, obviously not next because it's a Stipe thing, but I think that needs to happen at some point. He's still recovering. He's he's coming close. I, I saw something recently that he's pretty close to like getting back into a camp. Back into a camp or back into like... Standing? A camp, like ready, getting ready to fight soon. Really? I mean, these guys are built different, dude. They're like... <laughs> especially that guy. That guy's massive. Um, yeah, he's so massive that he 
tore something in his leg when he stepped back. Yeah. That's how massive he is. Um, okay, so here's the problem. He He's going to need a fight before he fights the champion after the last thing. Rebook Curtis Blades. Okay, Curtis Blades is fighting uh, Sergey. Okay, book Tom Aspinall versus Sergey Pavlovich. Uh, uh, well, Curtis Blades is already fighting Sergey. Right. So after. Okay, but no. Okay, so let let's say Sergey wins that. You're That's what I'm Tom saying. Versus Ser- Tom versus Sergey. I'm saying I'm saying Sergey is gonna win that fight, and okay. I think that then you do him versus Tom. You can't though. You can't just take Tom and put him in over Sergey. After Curtis technically got that win. No, no, you, it's Tom. not putting him over Sergey. It's making him fight no, no, Sergey. No. I'm sorry, I meant uh, putting him over Curtis because technically t- Curtis got the win against Tom. It's technically, schmechnically, technically, <laughs> that's the big word. He didn't win. I mean, he like he they said he won, but he didn't, he didn't do anything in the fight to to win. And he'd say the same thing himself. I'm sure. Like he didn't, you know, they didn't fight. They threw some like some right hands real quick, and then he stepped back and he hurt his knee. But all right, all right. Here's a different question. Because I I agree with what you're saying, but here's the different question. After John's next fight against Stipe, like you really think that John's gonna want to stick around? I know he's got no. more fights on the contract, but I'm saying stick around to fight people like Sergey and to fight Tom. I'm Aspen. saying I'm saying it should happen. I'm not saying it will. I, I don't know yeah, if the he... next fight yeah. would be Sergey, and I don't think John's gonna stick around to fight Sergey. To fight Sergey, no, no. I just I want to see that matchup because I feel like he's the guy that could take him out. Yeah, I want to see that as well. I, think I that's could an see, awesome fight. As scary as Sergey is, I could see John figuring out ways how to how to beat him. Avoid that. Alistair Overstein, uh, Olerstein, Alistair Overeem <laughs> basically laid out the the blueprint for how to beat Sergey. Uh, and John studies tape. He's not dumb, you know. Like, I, I'm sure they'd figure out something. But Tom is a whole other. Like, just on the grappling alone, that's a real big uh, case to crack. But Tom's got to get through Sergey first to get to John. I think he can do it. I think if there's anybody, it's Tom Aspinall. He's fast. Yeah, and he's really, sure. British. <laughs> <laughs> he's really British. It's really British. He's actually one of the British guys that I really like. Yeah, he's cool. He's a solid guy. Yeah. I like him, and I like Mark Goddard a lot. Mark Goddard. That guy's that guy's pretty awesome, that guy. No, but I used to be like, you know, I used to be totally against him. I've completely changed I know. my tune just in the last I actually months. like Mark Goddard. I don't know why you didn't like Mark Goddard. I um, never understood that. I told you, man. I, I stick fully with the MMA guru with every thought he has. <laughs> So, yeah, like, I'm a, I'm a loyal soldier in yeah, that regard. Yeah, sure. But the last, like, six months, he's been, A, he gets all of the top fights to now ref. Yeah. If you think about it, he's, like, he's refing all of the. Um, Issy Pineda. Yeah, like, seriously, all of the belt fights are him at this point. He's also a massive human being. Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's got some fights in his, uh, yeah, yeah. In his past. Is he massive? He's probably like 6'2", 6'3", yeah. Big really? guy. Yeah. Um, does he uh, pull people apart when they're not doing much? Uh, I like, don't know, uh, dude. Like Valentina? Oh, that was dude, him. Jason, huh? Jason, no, that was Jason Herzog, and he was doing that a lot on 285. Yeah. That one was, that one was a little odd. Yeah, it was a little odd. But she wasn't... It was a dominant position. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wasn't doing too much damage, which is where how you could like justify him standing them up. Yeah. Uh, but it took a while for her to get that position. I don't know. It, for Jalen Turner and Gamron as well. Yeah. Dude, that fight was so frustrating to watch. Uh, I, I don't know what happened to Jalen. He looked real on in the first couple... Maybe like first round and a half, and then and he just like wasn't pulling the trigger. But he was hurting he was him t- every time. Yeah, he was dangerous the whole fight. I sh- yeah, I mean, shot. I, I guess you got to give a lot of credit to Gamrot for fighting through that and getting it done. He's a warrior, as he yeah. says. For sure. 
Yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> I, I had one parlay that I made on, um, which was fun because I made it like a few hours before the fight started at the wedding and then turned my phone off. So I didn't even know what happened. And it was cool because I was watching the whole card. I made like an $8 parlay on 10 fights mm-hmm. and because I, I wasn't going to be like live betting or anything. And I'm watching the entire card and literally it gets to Jalen Turner. And that was the one that knocked me out. And <sighs> the only the only fights that I missed out of the entire thing were Jalen and Valentina. <laughs> Everything else I was I was good for. Should have listened Spe- to me on that Valentina one, man. I, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered at that point. Um yeah, but, but moral victory. Good for you. Good <laughs> for you. You only missed one of them instead of two of them. <laughs> that would have actually been worse. I don't like that feeling even worse <laughs> than missing two. Just, Yo, I'd but, rather have a blowout loss than like a game winner. I was listening to the MMA hour of uh, their bet recap that uh, GC will he'll read bets that were sent in, like slips right. from uh, listeners of crazy parlays that hit. And I heard something that this was like, this was on Monday show and I cannot get over it. He was sent a slip of a five fight parlay. Have you heard this yet or no? No, I don't watch the MMA or like that segment. Cool. Cool. Well, this segment is worth it for, um, just based off of last weekend. He was sent a slip of a dude who bet on five fights as a five fight parlay. Mm Mm-hmm. It was um, here was here was the parlay. It was Bo Nickel submission round one. Um, ele- uh, no, I'll save that one for the last. Bo Nickel submission round one. Uh, Cody Garbrandt's money line. Um, it was um Alexa Grosso submission round four. Drigas, uh. Round two, I believe. Uh, TKO, I think is what it was. Or like, yeah, I think it was round two. Um, and John Jones submission. It was a plus thirty nine million. What one one dollar won him three hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Wait, you said you said started saying Alexa. Did he predict Alexa too? He pre- he predicted Alexa round four submission, specifically. What? Dude, I'm not kidding. He got three hundred thousand so, dollars off of one dollar. Off of one dollar, and the craziest part was, he made two bets. The other bet was everything that I just said minus the John Jones submission. So one bet, one dollar on the. <laughs> so before he even got to the last fight. One dollar had already won him seventy grand. Damn! And then it gets to the last fight, and he cashes another three hundred and seventy thousand dollars. That dude, one hundred percent, got blackout drunk that night. Dude, he's a wizard. Like that's that's crazy. But to be able to call all of that, I mean, I get like Bo Nickel's submission. Yeah, round I mean one. the Alexa I, round four submission yeah. is kind of crazy. Isn't that dude? That's that's the one. That just makes me go, what are you doing? Like, and it was so funny because I don't, I was telling David, I go, listen to this. And David's like, wait, why don't we ever do that? Like, why don't we ever bet on the specifics of what happens in fights? I go, what, what are you talking about? We can't even get who's winning. <laughs> I mean, maybe we got to listen. Then he went, uh, he hit a parlay the other day, right? I mean, he's got more yeah, luck than us. Yeah, like a plus 700, not a plus 39 million. Plus 39 million. Yeah. Dude, what? One dollar. This is, um, I think this is a nice little segue into our, uh, <laughs> it's a newer segment, you know, we're, uh, kind of trying test, it out. We're <laughs> testing it out, but, uh, I think it's time for Blind Dog Bets. Hey, welcome to Blind Dog Bets. I'll be your host, Jared. The blind people watcher, Hera. The blind dog bets guy. Um, what do we have? We got some stuff coming up. We got um, we got uh, some Bellator this weekend. We've got some uh, boxing yeah. this weekend, and we've got the UFC. Oh, and there's a slap boxing, I believe, whatever that's called. Yeah. I don't even know if you can bet on that. Don't bet on that. 
But <laughs> um, we do uh, have Piotr Jan against uh, Marab Devalishvili. Is that how you? Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Oh. That was nice. You got the little W in the Dishwali. You, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Dude, I've never tried to do that. I've always I've always avoided that at all costs. Yeah. Um, with that, was that pretty nice. being that was said, slick. you know what? Take Marab Dishwalish Feely because I can say his name now against Purion because I know Sal wants Purion to win. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um. Okay. <laughs> Co-main. Co-main, dude. Who else is even on this card? Dude, we got the Alexanders. We got Alexander Volkov facing Alexander Romanov. Really? Yeah. I know this oh, is wow. your segment, but I feel like this is a pretty easy one. I'm going Romanov. Yeah, dude. What is? What are his odds? Because um, I'm looking on the probably, UFC website. He's a minus one sixty-five. Heavy... Oh, really? Yeah, which is not as high as I thought. Dude, I would have thought he would have been a minus 400. Yeah, that dude is scary. Um, Honestly, sell your house right now and put it on Alex Romanov. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's the go-to move. Um, And, and parlay it with Marab Devalishvili to get an, ooh, nice juicy parlay. I bet, dude, that'd be like a plus 250 right there. Well, and check out... Together. Check out this fight. I normally wouldn't mention the third fight down, but uh, yeah. Nikita Krylov in Ryan Spann was a main event a couple weeks ago. That's on this card. Uh, oh, it is on this card. And right, so, Ryan Spann is the underdog. Dude, so Ryan Spann, Marab Devalishvili, and Alexander Romanov. That's the parlay right there. Blind Dog Bets, we will see you next time. I turned it down. Um, dude, that's a great parlay. I don't care what you say. I mean, that was actually a lot better than last week's. Last week, I think like all of them were wrong. You got Jeff Neal, Jalen Turner. You had Jeff Neal. I didn't actually think Jeff Neal was going to win. Bro, you said it on camera. There's a clip out on the internet that you're like, you know what? Fake news. Just take Jeff Neal. That's what you said. Quote. He still got paid his bonus, even though he missed weight by five pounds. That's yeah, how hard he fought. Dana That's said how that hard like he eight fought. Times. Yeah, dude, there was uh, um, um, two cards ago, the the last Apex card, the the um, Brendan Aaron Allen? Blanchfield, Aaron Blanchfield, yeah. Oh, Aaron Blanchfield. <laughs> no, it might. No, you're probably right. It was Brendan Allen. He gave every single person who had a finish. A bonus on that card. That's what he should do. I know, but think about all the times fighters have had finishes and they don't get their bonus and then they have to watch that. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, they should do that every card. That should be like, just, if you got a finish, congratulations, you did your job. Yeah. I I agree. Um, I'm sorry I didn't do well. I'm sorry I picked Jeff Neal. I'm sorry that I picked Jalen Turner. I just uh You did give a disclaimer though at the end to be to Oh, be. oh. Yeah. In that plus thirty nine million it was a Shavkot uh submission round three. Stood as a wizard. Yeah, it was literally it had Alexa Grasso round four submission, Shavkot round three submission, Bo Nickel round one, Kobe Cody Garbrandt, and then John Jones submission. Dude, That's that might be the greatest parlay ever. Cause think about it, like there's cool sports parlays. But like a lot of that, you know, you could step pad a rebound and you get it like to, to predict how a fight is going to how another person is going to hurt another person to the extent the of round. them getting fin. Yeah, like that's crazy. And, and then to have enough confidence to be like, I know how five of them are going to happen. Let's put them all together. <sighs> I mean, I know he only put a dollar on it, but to do that and to to walk away with three hundred thousand dollars, that's as good as like Shiba Inu's coin, like going to the moon like that's that's that kind of like that's that wow, kind dude. of blast off that's like crypto man he yeah, invested dude. in crypto but invested in his own brain crypto.com official crypto of the US. <laughs> buy some doge buy some a fighting chance coin yeah um we kind of i mean next weekend or sorry this weekend peter yon is fighting 
as we just yeah. mentioned. Uh, and I just saw this pretty interesting stat that I hadn't even realized. But uh, Piotr Jan is one in three in his last four. Kind of. Isn't that pretty crazy? That really is. So Think about where he was before all of this. It didn't yeah, look like was... anybody was going to be Piotr Jan. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, Sean O'Malley. I mean, we all know how... Like, watching that, it felt like everybody thought Piotr won. I still think he did. Watch. Despite what Joe Rogan will repeatedly say. Dude, Joe Rogan only talks about people who are injured in fights. <laughs> like, that's all that he His does. His leg like. is destroyed right now. <laughs> it's literally all he does. And the, you could tell the other commentary is kind of like, okay, Joe. That's great. That's yeah, one like factor all... of the entire fight, dude. I'd be so good if it was only Anik. Yeah, yeah, I'd be fine with just John Anik being there. Well, John Anik doesn't bring any like high, you know, fight IQ. Okay, no, 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 no you're right. I'm sorry, John Anik and Dominic Cruz. That's all I need. Actually, no, I my perfect commentary lineup is Paul Felder, John Anik, and um, and Laura Sanko, or Laura Sanko and uh, Michael Bisping are interchangeable. Dude. Dominic Cruz is way more high level and technical with his description of things. Yeah, he but he doesn't like. I think he's too technical to the point where like he won't consider that there's other factors. Like uh, I mentioned it last week, the Dustin fight. They were like, you know, they were heavy on the oh he's gonna gas, he's gonna gas. But you have to remember that this is Dustin Poirier. As much as he's gonna gas or whatever, this you can't, you can never count him out of a fight. He's got what's he's got something beyond cardio. It's just, he's got that dog in him. And I, it's just like they fix. He fixates on the the super technical aspects. I think so much that he kind of yeah. loses sight of you know. There's other stuff in the fight that. So that can't it. we can't we do Dominic Cruz, Paul Felder, and John Anik as the they, greatest trio? But oh, not a lot of guys have great like chemistry with John Anik or with uh, Dominic Cruz. Nobody has good chemistry with Bisping. What are you talking about? Who else? and Michael Bisping. Paul Felder and Michael Bisping? No. Yeah. You think Paul Felder and Michael Bisping have good chemistry? Yeah. There's nothing. Only because Paul Felder's a Philly dude, and Philly dudes are just cool guys to hang out with. Exactly. It's good chemistry. <laughs> that is the meaning of that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for explaining <laughs> my point. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't mean it is my point. I mean. That's... He's just being a nice guy. Exactly. I think Dom gets a little too full of himself sometimes on the on the booth when, like, really you're there to entertain and obviously educate the fans, but, you know. But Michael Bisbing takes away the education. I think he has a good balance. He's, I mean, he's a champion. He was a former champion, so he's definitely knowledgeable. And there's times where he is very knowledgeable. Um, and, and then he's he's really funny. Like, he brings a good energy to the broadcast that Cruz kind of, like, you know. it. It's almost like Cruz doesn't get it. It's like, like, it's the kid that you're making jokes and he's, like, really angry and he takes it too serious. He takes it literally. I know what you mean. Yeah. But, okay. okay. It's like, calm I down do a little bit, guy. Like, we're just having fun. Yeah, I do know what you mean. I like Cruz. Has Bisbing really made you laugh, though? You called him fun. All the time. Really? Uh, I that's what I'm saying. I love watching Bisping. Or I love hearing Bisping's commentary. Chael makes me laugh. Chael, Chael would be made, awesome as a commentator. Dude, Chael made me laugh so hard on Flagrant. I got to see the rest of it. I saw the and part I, where he's talking about how he was a bank robber or something like that. Dude, that he, all of those clips were the best <laughs> clips that I clicked on this entire week. Yeah, like I I clicked clicked on clips of of him talking about. Uh, you know, making eight point eight million dollars against uh, Silva. I talked to, or I clicked on clips of uh, being a bank robber about how uh, how he had never drank alcohol or and he was a virgin before he met his wife. But he but he did PEDs and robbed banks. Like these clicks were or these clips were crazy. They were Dude, amazing. He completely outwitted a room of comedians. Hundred percent. They, and, and the I've never is, seen them look that kind of like, uh, like they looked lost. They didn't even know how to. 
they really they just kept saying are you telling the truth right yeah <laughs> they had no clue and he's and he'll never crack yeah he'll never crack no he's he's uh undisputed best of all time i mean uh undefeated he didn't lose he didn't lose he just he thought he lost a round you know yeah so no, it really he- was amazing i uh i think Shayo would be great doing ufc commentator he d- i know he does bellator commentary sometimes yeah, but that's just all Big John and uh yeah. you know, that other guy. Uh something Josh. Yeah, Josh Smith. Josh Thompson. No, I know you're talking about that they they tried to sign him in the UFC and they were like, Oh, he's just like Bellator Joe Rogan. And now he's doing a WWE, I think. He was good, I liked him. Uh Jimmy, yeah. I think his name was. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy, I don't remember. But uh yeah. Also, I have something else here. The other half of the main event. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Marab came from the Dana White's Looking for a Fight series. And the dude that he beat on that that episode is Rafion Stotts. Oh, really? The one loss that Rafion Stotts has on his record is a knockout loss to Marab uh, on the Dana White Looking for a Fight show. Marab knocked him out? He knocked him out, dude. That's how Marab got his contract. Oh damn! I didn't. And I remember watching that fight, but I had no clue that that was Rafian. Like, yeah, I thought that was that one of Marab's only knockouts on his record. Um, let me see. Mister, didn't Marab knock out uh, Marlon? Did he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, are are you talking about like flush knockout or TKO? Yeah, I'm talking about a flush knockout. Oh, I don't. I think that was it. Yeah. Wow. He really, but he actually knocked him out. He knocked him out. Yeah. Wow. I just wow. thought that was pretty. You know, it's cool. So what happens here? Okay, honestly, I know you. I know you think Piotr's gonna win, but if Marab wins, he's got like um, one more fight before a title fight. I think if you beat Piotr Jan, you're pretty much there. Right, Which, but we got we got Sanhagen and yeah. and, uh, and Cheeto coming up. He's got, he's definitely gonna have to get one more because you've also got O'Malley. You've got well, yeah now Henry well, Cejudo and Alja. I mean, like the quality of the win. If if right. it wasn't as crowded as it in as it is right now, you beat Pyotrion or Pyotrion regardless of the losses that he's had recently. That's a title shot. He's a you know former champion. Uh, Rarely is seeing a fight where he gets washed out. I mean, it's pretty. A lot of people have won, thought he won his last fight. Um, and, and then it's even trickier because he's training partners with Aljo, and then you got like Sohudo saying that he's gonna fight, but Aljo saying that oh that's not happening and that he's gonna fight Sean. So like that whole situation right now at thirty five is uh, silliness. I guess is the only word. It's a good word. Yeah, and then Corey and. Cheeto next weekend. Not next weekend. Or is it the weekend after? Yeah, next weekend's uh Leon. London. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> I watched the fight today. Yeah. And when he knocked him out, dude, I literally got chills. And I've seen you this watched... hundreds of times already. You watched the whole fight? I didn't watch the whole fight, I watched the last round. Oh dude. I I, I need to watch the whole I literally I got chills. Like you, yeah. you hear them talking. They're like, he may have. Uh, what is it? I forgot the. The guy's name. Uh, no, what DC said. Oh. Like he may have relinquished himself to a decision loss. Like he already, in his mind, they're talking about he gave up. That you know you need to just go for it if you're gonna lose anyway. Uh, and then John is like, but that's not the cloth from which he's cutting. Boom. <laughs> if that's oh. not the greatest moment of all time, I don't know what it is to. Mm. I mean. I need to check it out again because it was probably my happiest moment of all last year. And I got married last year. so <laughs> You had a major life moment and Leon Edwards topped that, dude. Yeah. That's how nasty that was. Marrying Emily is like a solid number two. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right there, bro. But I mean. Yeah. Close. Dude, I, close. I'm so excited for this fight that I don't even I've been trying not to think about it. I know what you mean. Because I'm and like, got, I'm nervous. Got Gaethje fizzy right before it. Oh, it's a good card, too. There's other fights in there. Uh, 
check it out. I don't, real quick. I, I'm sure is Makayev on it. I'm sure he is. I don't think so because they really? they haven't been able to get him a fight. Oh. That that is happening with him and um, Umar right now. We're like they're begging for a fight, but uh, I okay. Heard, I haven't heard anything, dude. I'd I'd get in there. This is weird, but Joanne Wood versus Luana Carolina is the third fight from the top. In uh, London? Yeah, and then Marvin <laughs> Vittori versus Roman Delize is fourth. That doesn't this, make any sense. This card looks like unfinished. Okay, Makayev is on it. Who's he fighting? Uh, Jafel Filio. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this card's not. Th- it's all right. Your favorite Juliana Miller is fighting. Oh no! From the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I take it back. Minus the top two fights, this card is all right. But uh, I think that those top two fights kind of make up for. <laughs> How is Joanne Wood though number three on the card? I don't know. It might. It might also be because I'm looking at it on Google. It might be wrong. That's, that sounds like Vittori should be in that spot. Yeah. But I feel like this close to the event, they should already have their bout order. Do you think correct. Vittori has a chance against Delitze? Um, this might be one of those he's like, really 100% tough. for me. He's, you know, like he's he's a tough guy. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, <laughs> that actually gets him pretty far. The fact that he's like, guys just can't finish him. So it looks like he's in closer fights than he is. Yeah. Um, but Roman Delize, just on momentum alone, is like another yeah. level. Yeah, I got Roman. We saw him live. We did. That was nasty. Who was that against? Oh, J- Jack Hermanson? That was Jack Hermanson, yeah. Ooh. That's not an easy fight either. It's just... No, but he made it easy. He did. He really did. And that was like just a couple weeks after he freaking demolished Phil Haas, which is also not easy. I mean, uh, pretty impressive run for Roman right now. You know what's interesting, though? it's He's been doing so well, but I feel like to get a really big fight after this is is going to be difficult. Like, I feel like Bo Nickel yeah. would have to beat like three guys to get as big of a fight as Roman. Yeah, that middleweight's another one where it's weird right now at the top. Um, it was also just not that popular. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, after this one, I think if he beats Marvin, you do Drikas versus Roman Delice. Because uh, realistically, as much as Drikas wants to say, give me the title shot now, they're not going to give him the title shot now. Because who knows what's going to happen with Izzy Pereira. Um uh, Rob's still in there. Rob can get a title shot at any moment. So that's at least two fights. Like you're gonna have to fight soon, dude, if you're not if you don't want to shit on sit on the shelf for a year and a half. Or shit. Or shit way. on the shelf, yeah. <laughs> what uh what number is Marvin? Marvin's number four. So a four versus five matchups is pretty common. Uh and what's, wait, what's Roman? Number eight. Okay. No, that's pretty fair. Drake yeah. is number six. Paulo Costa mm-hmm. still in there, but we don't know what's going on with Paulo Costa. Jared Cannon here, maybe you want to do something with him. What number is he? Three. Three. I don't know. I, how is Paulo Costa number five? That's really <laughs> weird, dude. Like he had a good win, but I mean, when against Luke? Yeah, I'm saying it was a good win, but it literally <laughs> had like that should not have mean, kept him at number five. It didn't mean anything. Luke wasn't even ranked. Okay, this is some. This is crazy. Paulo Costa, all of his wins in the UFC, not a single person is in the UFC of his wins. <laughs> They're all retired or out of the organization. Take him out of the top five. Like he, and he can't be in the top five. And don't get me wrong. I love Paulo Costa. He's probably one of my favorite fighters. But five is ridiculous. I mean. He shouldn't be in top ten. And if you want to have him at 10, whatever. You have him at 10. But, like, top five in the world? Like, you could give him a title shot right now is basically top five. What that means. What's I mean, Sean Strickland? Sean Strickland is number seven. 
Dude, you know what? Do Sean Strickland versus Drikas Duplessis. I heard that that's actually being talked about. Is that really? I think so. I heard Costa and Strickland. But that... I heard, uh, I heard that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they're both saying that they don't... They're like saying they want to take the fight, but it's not happening. So, I don't know. I also don't understand what Paulo Costa says half, half the time. It's like... It's like all nonsense, and there's Dude, some he's been stuff. He's working that makes on his sense. English. Cut him some no, slack. when he types like on Twitter, like his tweets <laughs> literally make no sense. When he speaks, it's fine, but <laughs> whatever he's writing is not English. I don't know what it is. Here, I'm gonna read one out for you. You're, you're gonna understand. Please what I'm do. Talking about. Blew my mind. It's crazy. You're gonna be like, what? How do you? Okay. <laughs> how do you survive? Yeah. But how do you think this? How do you have kids? Yeah. Well, I don't even know if he does or not. Okay, so you saw the clip of Sean Strickland on on Schmo, right? Yeah, I love how Sean Strickland says Schmo, not the Schmo. Okay, so this is in response to that clip. Paulo says, we're trying so hard, fight you, but UFC thinks he's easy fight. As you know, I'm in last fight of contract, so they want someone to beat me. Hunter doubts you can. I'll suggest you try to convince. He thinks you're not tough enough. I'll be praying for this. I'll... Allah shallah, shut up, mf'er. Interesting. Yeah, you're right. He does speak better than types. It's weird. Yeah, he might be drunk. He is probably drunk. Yeah, it sounds like he's drunk when he's typing that. I think it's beyond might be. I think he. It's almost like guaranteed <laughs> that he is drunk. I mean, yeah, he's probably having some of that wine <laughs> yeah. in that Izzy fight. It's the same I mean, bottle. I guess when you're Paulo Costa, you can do that, you know? Yeah, he's of age. It's true. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Are we going to – and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get our, our sweet guest on in another time? Yeah, it's looking okay. like it. Uh, we had some you know, scheduling issues, but uh, that's all good. Sure that's all we'll good. get it rebooked. I do want to announce to our fans that we have quite the guest coming on. Oh, yeah. And um, we're going to be rescheduling that because of Dude. Uh, he's he's in quite a heavy-duty fight camp right now for an amazing fight coming up. So, breaking news coming soon. Um, I just got two more things if you want to. Yeah, of course. Talk about it and wrap it up. Uh, I know this is maybe before you started watching, but Kron Gracie is returning. Um, he had a pretty cool rise and then just kind of disappeared. Um, but he's fighting Charles Jordan. It's gonna be really? a fun fight. Yeah. How old is he? Kron? Yeah. Kron is maybe like mid thirties, thirty four. What happened to him? Um, he was on a nice little run. He fought uh-huh. good guys. Um, and then Cub Swanson happened. Beat him? And Cup Swanson uh, beat his ass for five rounds. Or for, okay. uh, sorry, for three rounds. And then and that-, that was in October 12, 2019, and then silence up until now. And then he announced the fight. What? Yeah. And he's going up against Charles Jourdain? Hell of a fight to come back to. And okay. I guess, actually, now that I'm looking at his, he only had one fight. Are two fights in the UFC, so I'm remembering it wrong. But he's so credentialed, uh, like prior to, to fighting MMA, that it, it felt, I guess it felt like more. But with, uh, with jujitsu, he sub yeah he submitted Alex Caceres. Then his next fight was Cub Swanson. Uh, he got whooped and then just kind of disappeared for a while. This is a horrible fight to come back to. Charles I don't Jordan think so, is, dude. You don't? Yeah. Uh, well, if if we're if we're looking at at last fight, uh, Nathaniel Wood was it Nathaniel Wood? Yes. Nathaniel Wood got Charles Jordan down really easy, and Char- and you know Nathaniel Wood has good ground game, but he's not a grappler. Uh, and Kron is probably one of the highest level dudes in the game. So I think if he, I think if he can get it down, it's it's over. It's pretty much a wrap. But we're talking like four years, three. I mean, it's not like he wasn't training. I'm sure he was, you know, training, but he just hasn't fought. Yeah, look at John Jones. 
He just got well, fat for three years and came back and won the belt. But you know what I got to say about this one? Yeah. Come on, Karan. <laughs> you can't keep doing this. You can't just do this every time and then like. It's not gonna. It's not gonna land. And uh, it's not gonna... last thing I have because we just mentioned him. Yeah. Uh, Nick Diaz says he needs. He wants to fight as soon as possible. Uh, and they're talking about Nick Diaz versus Paulo Costa. I'm good with that. You're good with that happening. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yes. Well, you're an evil human. <laughs> and I think we could just uh, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Ridiculous. Please uh, like, subscribe, share with your friends, ring the bell for notifications, and we will see you next time. Peace.